0: Crow
1: calls, the sun, falls. the sun falls, they know the rhythm, they know the rhythm, the rhythm of it. Hi, I'm Patricia. Welcome to the 110th episode of A Breath of Song, the podcast where I share songs that help me navigate life. I'm so glad you chose to do this today, which is extra special because Maggie Wheeler is joining us for a songwriter conversation. Hi, Maggie. Welcome. Hi, Patricia. I'm so happy to be here. I want to thank you particularly, Maggie, for coming back to talk with me. It's been almost two years since you did us the honor of being the very first songwriter interview on A Breath of Song in 2021. Episode 5, folks. Check it out. I can't believe it's been that long. (laughs) It's amazing. It has flown. We are back to find more ways to sing songs that help us heal, adapt, and grow. Your voice is exactly what's needed for this. I'm coming to you straight from my home in what is now called Burlington, Vermont, on the unceded lands of the Abenaki people. And Maggie, tell us where you're calling from.
2: I am here in Los Angeles, California, where we occupy land originally and still inhabited and cared for by the Tongva, the Tataviam, Serrano and Keech and the Chumash peoples. And I honor and pay respect to their elders and descendants as they continue their stewardship of these lands and waters. And I'm grateful to have the opportunity to live and work on these ancestral lands.
1: Mm. All of our voices will turn up as they are today. And no matter what, we can feel the connection to our breath and the vibration in our body. Let's find how good it can feel to sing. Last week, I shared Maggie's song, This Is It. Today, Maggie will be teaching us a relatively new song of hers called The Crow Calls. We'll learn it slowly so it can settle inside you and we can begin to trust it as a resource. Let it move us into a state of flow. Then we get to enjoy a conversation with Maggie and we'll close out with the song again at the end. You'll always be able to find this episode with full show notes and artwork on the website abreathofsong.com. Let's start with a good yawn stretch. Oh! Yeah. Oh, good grief. You know, it doesn't matter what time of the day I record these. I always need these stretches. Mm, Try arcing over on one side and feel the opening along your ribs. And the other way. Just that widening. And then letting your arms drop down feeling the wide space in your rib cage Notice as the air floods in how it stretches against that space and releases out and let it flood into your belly and as it comes out let it relax and soften your throat mm. Mm. throat clearing is always good always welcome <coughs> And letting the air flood into your pelvic bowl, maybe even down to your feet a little deeper, and releasing up through your spine. And just roller coastering for a minute. If you can flubber your lips, go ahead. Some people can trill their tongues And some people can make wow noises. Yeah. Say back to me. I think I clipped my mic. (laughs) Yeah, beautiful. Um, Maggie, I am invite you to share the song, please.
2: Thank you. So the song I'm sharing here today is called The Crow Calls. I took a wonderful songwriting workshop a couple of years ago now, or at least a year and something, with the Women of Rising Appalachia, with Chloe Smith and Leah Song. And it was a wonderful workshop, and it was during a time uh, in the midst of the pandemic, where we were really inside our homes in a real way. And and so stepping outside for me was this incredibly fertile experience where I felt hyper aware of everything that was around me. And in the, in the container of that songwriting workshop, I felt that that relationship to the natural world was even more heightened. And on this particular day, I was walking at sunset. And at the moment that the sun began to set, 80 crows flew over my head and landed in a tree next to me and began to to call, to scream. And it was at this exact moment, it was just a synchronized with the setting sun. And I stood in the oh, midst wow. of this moment and I thought, what's happening here? What is happening? Are the crows telling the sun to set or is the uh-huh. sun telling the crows to sing? And I on my way home, I began to write this song. So there are three sections in this song, four actually because there's an echo part. The first section says, the crow calls, the sun falls, they know the rhythm, the rhythm of it all. And that repeats twice and it has a little melodic change on the last line. And then there's an echo for that. The crow calls, the crow calls. I'll teach you how that goes. And then part two says, we are the only ones who have forgotten how to listen. We're the only ones who have forgotten how to listen. We're the only ones who have forgotten how to listen the earth is calling us to open up our ears and part four mm. says put your hands in the dirt let's heal the hurt the earth is waiting for us to do the work do the work and that repeats twice as well mm. and then they all layer on top of each other and so i will teach them to you and then we can sing them so the melody of part one is the crow
0: calls, the sun falls, they know the rhythm, the rhythm of it all. The crow calls, the sun falls, they know the rhythm, the rhythm of it all. And you
2: can do a little call and response with me here because this part does echo. So. The,
0: rit- the, rhythm. Rhythm, the, rhythm we'll uh, the crow calls. The crow, crow calls, calls. The sun falls. The sun falls. falls. They know the rhythm. They know the rhythm. The rhythm the of it all. We'll sing that part together. The crow calls. The crow calls. The sun falls. The sun falls. They know the rhythm. They know the rhythm. The rhythm of it all. So that's part one. Part two. We are the only ones who have forgotten how to listen. We're the only ones who have forgotten how to listen. We're the only ones who have forgotten how to listen. The earth is calling us to open up our ears. That is how
2: part two goes. And it will repeat a number of times in the piece. And I will sing with it. So if that is a piece that calls to you in the song you'll have a chance to get used to it and sing along with it. I'll do it one more time just for everybody to hear that melody on part two. We
0: are the only ones who have forgotten how to listen we're the only ones who have forgotten how to listen we're the only ones who have forgotten how to listen the earth is calling us to open up our ears
2: So that is part two. And the last one is, put
0: your hands in the dirt, let's heal the hurt. The earth is waiting for us to do the work, do the work. Put your hands in the dirt, let's heal the hurt. The earth is waiting for us to do the work, do the work. So that's a
2: very rhythmic part. It's the lowest part. And you'll hear that those last lines change.
0: The earth is waiting for us to do the work, do the work. That's the first time. The earth is waiting for us to do the work. So that's part two. The earth is waiting for (laughs) us us to do the work, do do the the work. work. So that's how those two things
2: go. I'm going to do that part one more time. Put
0: your hands in the dirt. Let's Let's heal the hurt. hurt. The earth is waiting for for us to to do the work." work do the work put your hands in the dirt let's heal the hurt the earth is waiting for us to do the work do
2: the work okay so those are all the parts and now when i play this recording that i made you'll hear them all come together and i'll jump around a little bit so if you want to be singing where i am you can join me and if you want to take off on your own you can
0: The crow calls the sun falls they know the rhythm the rhythm of it all the crow calls the sun falls They know the rhythm The rhythm of it all the crow calls the sun falls, the the calls, the sun falls. Boy, the rise, they know the rhythm they know the rhythm. The rhythm of it all The Crow call, Crows the, the sun falls, They know the rhythm, they know the rhythm. The rhythm of it all. We are the only ones who have forgotten how to listen. We're the only ones who have forgotten how to listen. We're the only
1: ones who have
0: forgotten how to listen. The earth is calling us to open up our ears. We are the only ones who have forgotten how to listen. We're the only ones oh, the rhythm, who have forgotten how to listen. We're the only oh, call ones call who have sun, forgotten how, sun, how to listen. Know the, the earth they know is the rhythm, calling us to open up our body Put your hands in the call, dirt, the sun. Let's heal the hurt They know the rhythm, The earth is waiting for us rhythm rhythm to do the work. Do the work, call, put your hands call, in the dirt, call, the sun. Let's heal the hurt. All they know the, really the earth is waiting the for the us to do, the, world. World. We do are the work. Do the work with your hands in the dirt. who have forgotten Let's heal the hurt. The only earth is waiting We're for God us to, have us to, have to have the do the work. Do the work with your hands, hands in the dirt. Who have forgotten Let's heal the hurt. The earth is waiting for us to do the work. Put your, hands put your hands in the dark, Who have sun forgotten how lesson sing? For the, 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 we'll the, the, the earth is waiting. Who have forgotten how to listen And we Put your hands in the dark, Who have forgotten how to sing? The earth is calling us to rise up and all. Put your hands in the darkness, The sun God Let's hear. Her. They know the, the rhythm. rhythm the earth is waiting, the, the rhythm, rhythm of, of it rest all, do the, the put your hands the in the world. dirt, the sun Apple falls, let's hear the hurt, the they know the rhythm, earth the earth is waiting, the rest rhythm
1: of it work. all, do the work. <sighs> wow, I just could have kept singing that for like the next 20 minutes
2: of this recording. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so glad you felt that way.
1: It's such a beautiful So I'm so glad you told this story beforehand because I kept thinking about the crow calling to the sun and the sun calling to the crow and that exchange and wanting to be in on, on hearing it, wanting to be connected. Yes.
2: I mean, can you imagine if we understood this natural world the way the animal kingdom does in this beautiful grid of communication that we can't see?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So when I'm writing songs, sometimes if I start with a specific goal, I want to write about the environment, I want to write about that grid of connection, or it's somebody's birthday, or it's, it's it, anytime I start with an idea like that, it can be like the death knell to anything powerful or beautiful or true coming through. It just gets really heavy handed and starts to feel, you know, more like, okay, here is what I'm singing more like a closing almost than an opening. Does that ever happen to you?
2: Uh, I find that most of the songs that I write, most of them, come in a very organic way. I think there are two different kinds of, there are many different realms of of songwriting and of kind of, and of being in touch with them muses that way. Mm-hmm. So, and a, so- a song that has an assignment, mm-hmm. which I, I have also written songs to an assignment, and uh, sometimes I find that that can be a little stressful, but... It just really depends on the circumstance. I, I don't think that I've ever s- set out to say, you know, I want to write a song about this. That I have not done. Mm. If somebody has asked me to say, you know, we need a song that speaks to this, there's something about that relationship to the person who's asked for it that ignites my creativity. Uh, mm. And the other other kind of method of my madness is that I'm very open to you know bits and pieces that are traveling through me at any given time I record them on my phone I go back to them sometimes something comes in whole sometimes it comes as a line or a bit of melody and I go back around to it and then of course during this past 3 years in the pandemic I found myself really writing to the collective mm. and that was also a great source of inspiration for me that I th- this kind of deep feeling that we were all having a unified experience mm-hmm. But I think that I don't sit down to say, I think I need to write a song about this. Something comes up in me very strongly or I don't write. Okay.
1: Yeah. So environmental damage, racism, global, local economic inequity, political violence, wars, terrorism, weapons of mass destruction, disinformation, gun violence, drugs, a broken prison system. The list of challenges that we are facing right now in our world is just goes on and on and on, right? Talk to me about what you see that can support us to live with the the kind of energy and creativity and desire that that might actually make things better in the long run. You know, I feel that the,
2: the staving off of despair is really difficult yeah. in these times. And these songs, the songs that you collect and share, the songs that the community song movement is bringing into being at this time are definitely something beautiful to lean on obviously activism and action and and focusing your energy somewhere or trying to be of service even in the smallest way in your community on the street passing a person in need you know we can't change the macro one person cannot do that but as a collective we can change the energy of this time that we're in. And I think that's the work we're trying to do in this movement. And we're trying to address some difficult issues through song and also trying to soothe people's hearts and souls through song so that we are sustained enough to do the work.
1: Mm -hmm. So you just got back from two different things, right? You just went to Song Village, and then you went to Uvalde, where one of of Mm -hmm. the most horrible... a community nightmare happened right yeah yeah so so talk to me about those having those experiences back to back
2: you know I I think I am so um cracked open right now and and sort of crying at at the sound of running water or whatever you know I'm really very cracked open I will say let's start with Song Village okay um Song Village, for those of you who don't know, is a gathering that takes place in Santa Cruz. It is run by Tim and Amy Hartnett, and it is a gathering of song leaders and and participants who love to sing. And uh, I don't know how many people, 200, I, I don't know how many people were there, 150, 180, I don't know. But... I was really, really excited to go back this year. I was there five years ago or so with Emil Hassan Dyer, who I worked very closely with for so many years. But we were only able to be there for a day, a day and a half, a day, a night and a half a day because we had, I think our kids were graduating and things were happening. So we drove on on the Saturday. We arrived, we taught a series of workshops. We were part of the community and we were there for the closing circle. And it was absolutely, unforgettably beautiful. So not only was I looking forward to going back to that community, but there are now so many new and wonderful song leaders that I haven't met in person yet, Ale Blakely, and I have been communicating over the past year, and I knew I was going to meet her, um, uh, two incredible song leaders, Yam and Jesse, from the Bellingham area. Who have
1: a podcast that I want to just call out, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. I've been waiting for the excuse to, to name them. Yes.
2: They are extraordinary. Their podcast is extraordinary. So, uh, yeah, so they were there. And Shireen Amini was there, who I haven't seen in a long time. And Amy Ringel, who, you know, I've been touching base with her on Zoom, on her Zoom circles all these past years. And I just, my heart. Debbie Nargi Brown. I mean, so many beautiful people. Lawrence Cole. You know, just too many right, to name. You cannot possibly seeing... name
1: them all. And yeah. so
2: just. <laughs> uh, but anyway, just to say, my heart, my heart, my heart. To be in the in, in in real time presence with these people, and then to be singing with this community of people that leans into song, as if it is their last meal. I mean, it is so beautiful. The energy is so beautiful and I shared the crow calls on my I had I had the first session on Friday morning you know out in this meadow under this tent with all these people around me and it really took off yeah. and the whole group of people just felt it and I felt that here there we were in this natural setting in the redwoods just yeah. beautiful environment singing to the earth and it was really 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 special I mean every moment of it was just incredible so we sang, you know, as a song leader, I teach however many sessions I teach. And then there are some community gatherings where there are songs shared in the beginning and at the and the, the final circle, which is just so full of joy. And then meanwhile, there's all these other things happening concurrently. So you have to choose, you know, am I going to go this way or I'm going to go that way? And, and it, it, can be a, it can be a real, you know, tug on your heartstrings about where to go and where to sing and who to sing with because the offerings are so many. So anyway, it's a beautiful, beautiful time. And we're well fed, and everyone's camping, so it's a, it's you know a little bit rustic. But for, you know, for, I'm not the world's best camper. I uh, my my husband two summers ago built a rig on the top of his truck for a tent so that he could drive across country. So I asked him if he would come with me, and he did. So we went together, and it was really beautiful. He's you know he's been by my side, supporting my song leading work since the beginning. Mm. But he's never been with me in the community of song leaders. He's only been in my choir or at a workshop where I'm the only one. So it was his first experience of this phenomenal community. Yeah.
1: So does that answer song? Village? Oh, my word. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just trying to deal with all the, the wishing I had been there kind of feelings. I couldn't come. But I, you know, it's, it's hard to miss something like that.
2: It is hard to miss. And they've continued all these past years to continue. You know, Tim is an incredible organizer and he makes these things happen. Mm-hmm. And it's not a, it's, there, a lot of people don't get to go because it's it, there's only a, a limited amount of space. So there's a waiting list and and those people have to wait till next year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, it's a um, it's a it's a beloved gathering. Yeah. Yeah. And so full, full to the brim, my heart exploding. We drove back to L.A. and I had one day to you know, do the laundry pack uh-huh. <laughs> and head to Texas. I i am self-publishing a children's book. It's called Ebenezer Finds a Reason. And I have a dear friend who's drummed for me from, for since the beginning of my choir time and before, actually, even when I was just teaching workshops. Her name is Meredith Scott Lynn. We have a very long friendship. And um, she'll be coming with us to Omega this summer, actually. And Meredith has an incredible company. It's called Write Brain Books, and it is an education company that's in after school and in school all over the country that gives kids an opportunity to learn about creative writing and an authoring of children's books. So she she provides classrooms with beautifully illustrated children's books that have no text. Mm. And so children get to use their imagination through an entire visual story. And it really is a phenomenal... Starter for creativity. Whereas, you know, in most young writing programs in school, they give you a white piece of paper with one little line drawing and some lines on the paper and say, What is Joey doing? Mm -hmm. You know, and and so instead you get this rich, incredible experience. So Meredith's been running this company for many years now. And uh, we had a a conversation about the publishing end, the printing end of my book. And she said, Oh, here's what's going to happen we're going to rush print the first. 500 copies, and you're going to donate them to the kids in Uvalde. I'm going. You have to be there. So she is the one who put the mm-hmm. pedal to the metal. We went at full speed to print first the first 400 so that they would be shipped to Texas mm-hmm. and be there when we got there. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my dear friend, Kyle Hollingsworth, who illustrated the book... Joined us from New Mexico, mm-hmm. and and Jeff Kinney, who created the Diary of a Wimpy Kid series, mm-hmm. was also with us. And we went into the school where my friend Meredith has a long-standing relationship because these, she's been overseeing and guiding this curriculum that the children have been involved with. And it's, it's it was their it was their ceremony. They have their books. They published their books. Their picture is in the book along with the illustrator. They were so proud, and yes, it is really. Uh. It's a really powerful experience to walk into that community and to go with the intention of raising the joy and to be very, very cognizant of how much pain Mm -hmm. is there. And we had an extraordinary time really. We just, it was beautiful. Uh, I, you know, we, Kyle and I autographed books for these kids. I stood in line for two, or they stood in line. I stood at the end of the line, but you know, I hugged and, and celebrated with so many children and, and, and I, and I signed, we signed their books. They wanted us to sign their right brain books. So we signed their books. We gave them our book and it was just a beautiful experience. And my heart is wide open today.
1: Yeah. Carly Loveling, who is was a song leader who was present at Song Village, wrote on Facebook afterwards. She said, such a joy to be with you again, Maggie. Your songs and your heart shine so brightly. Thanks for your love and support. Your presence is a blessing. Your presence is a blessing. So, yeah, this might be a totally unfair question, but do you have any any awareness or any observations about how you go about showing up in, in this way that other people experience such a sense of, of joyful support and connection with you?
2: Uh, my goodness. First of all, thanks to Carly for those beautiful words, that reflection. I'm honored to hear somebody speak about me in
1: that way. She is not the only one, just saying. (laughs) I had to pick one quote, but I could have, you know, we would have been here all day if I had just kept reading the things. Look, I don't know
2: the answer to that. I mean, I show up with love. I love these people. You know, that's the truth. I could Mm. burst into tears. I probably will just now telling you how deeply I love my community of song leading people. It is such a, it's something, it is really something to be in the presence of other people who feel the same passion and do this same work that is really just the work of some kind of magic, some kind of alchemy. You know, you cannot, I mean, maybe you can kind of, you know, categorize and and manage it and, and push it and make it, but there is something about it that is just so elemental. And when I'm in the company of these people, I feel seen and I feel understood, and I see them, and I understand them. And I think that's what, this gift that we give each other because the work of song leading is so, it's so wonderful, and you get so much from it. And when you're in the presence of other people, which obviously for a long time we haven't exactly been. Many people have gone back to work. I, don't, I haven't started my choir yet. But you know that exchange of energies feeds, feeds the work but it is also very solitary work because you you have to create you have to prepare you have to hold all of this information in your body so that when you walk into a room you can impart that to other people and 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 give them the belief in themselves so that that song can fly there is a lot of work that happens just all all alone and there's something mm-hmm. about being in that in 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 being in the presence of other people who do it that um and i don't know It'll, it 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 erases something in me and maybe that's what people feel and i but i i don't think about it i just show up as i do and i i love these people <laughs> i just
1: do i think that is a really great answer to the question you know that you show up you're experiencing what you're experiencing and you're bringing this delight mm. in the in the fact that you can be there and this love for them mm. what a what a hugely generous place
2: to be in, right? I'm also quite fed by what they do. So I get to sit down also and receive and participate as a as a as a singer among singers, you
1: know, so that's also a great gift for me. Um, Yeah. So I'm curious, when you participate as a singer, Mm. and you're in a big group like this, what are what's happening? What are you listening for? What are you experiencing?
2: I I think it's two things, probably 20 things, but two things that come up right away. One is that I'm really in relationship to the leader. I'm leaning in and looking at and looking to the leader so that Mm -hmm. I am feeding them as they are feeding us. And Mm -hmm. I am also listening and leaning into the people on either side of me. And what's happening mm-hmm. there so that somehow three people become one person and then i'm also mm-hmm. listening to the greater whole so that i know where i fit in that and yeah so i think what i what am i doing there i am trying to be the crow yeah or i'm trying to be the bee and yeah. understand the web and be a part of that
1: mm. So when you're when you're song leading and uh, no longer one of the participants, but now you're the song leader. How is that different for you? What what happens then
2: when I'm song leading? I think what's happening is that I am tuning in to the whole again. I think there's that similarity, but I am really making eye contact with people. I am looking to see that they are feeling good and feeling strong. And if I feel that there's an area of the room that needs more help, I'm leaning into that area so that I can infuse that group or that harmony or that section with what they need to feel lifted and and, and feel that moment where, they, where it locks in and they go, aha we got it. And, uh, and I'm also looking around, you know, one of the things that I noticed, especially at Song Village, because it had been so long since I was leading in person, and I, I, I was feeling nervous about it. You know, I mean, we can talk about that too, insecurity and nervousness, imposter syndrome, feeling like a beginner all the time. But I found, and I think I do this also in any group that I'm in, that I'm looking for the people who are feeling relaxed and confident, because they are feeding me So I may be checking in Mm. at times, I might be all my attention might be over on the right side of the room. And then I might turn around to the left side of the room. And I might look for that person. And then I get fed a little bit by that person who's in it. They're in their body, they know they're good. And I'm like, Mm. "Ah, okay, I could take a little breath there. Now I go back to work.
1: Okay, so so yeah, I'm always up for diving into insecurities and, and uncertainties and how you're managing to to continue with something that can be really an exposed kind of work right Mm -hmm. and can be filled with mistakes right we make mistakes song at least i don't know maybe you have never made a mistake as a song leader but as a song leader i have made mistakes i've gone back and listened to things i'm like oh i was out of tune and oh i was singing the wrong notes or the wrong words you know i mean And sometimes I'm aware of that right in the moment. And I'm like, oh, this is screwy, you know, and especially, I mean, the looper never lets me lie (laughs) when I'm looping songs on Zoom. It's just like, okay, well, I didn't sing that really solidly in tune. I need to, let me try it again, you know, which is fine when I'm Mm -hmm. in a good place. But when I'm, when my resources are dried, when I'm struggling, when things are hard, you know, things like that can happen and just knock Absolutely. me sideways where I get off the call. And I'm like, I just, I want to quit. I don't want to ever Absolutely. do this again because I'm so ashamed and so, it's you know. It's wild. I mean,
2: that, you know, there, you, you, you see in those moments, you're like, why do I do this to myself? Why do I keep doing this yeah. to myself? And yet we do. So yeah. I think that for me, I, I went through from 17 years of consistent choir leading weekly and several concerts a year, this rhythm. I was in a rhythm. I had these Mm -hmm. muscles, you know, and and the choir and the Mm -hmm. faces and the people and the and the schedule kind of fed the choices that I made and, and, and the song acquisition and the learning and the it just it had a it had a shape to it that was part of my body and part of my life, which is not to say I didn't have insecure moments in that context because I did. But when the pandemic hit and I moved everything online and then I started together in song, which I ran for so long where people joined me from all over the world i felt very focused and i and i learned a new rhythm and i learned a new set of skills and i did what i did and then i hit a wall and i thought i'm completely exhausted like this this exchange of energy mm-hmm. where i am feeling i went from feeling so purposeful and so directed and knowing that I was providing a service that meant so much to people. And that fed me, but I, you know, I was ignoring for a period of time, my, you know, the end of my rope. And when I came to that and I stopped, Mm -hmm. which was a year ago, May, I said, okay, no, now I've been doing my Mm -hmm. online song circles once a month. That's what I sort of came back to after that time. Well, I'll do it once a month, not every week. But, uh, I felt exhausted, and then, as I leaned into that exhaustion, I began to feel a kind of separation from the person who knows how to do this job. Where is she? I see her over there, she ran a choir for seventeen mm. years, and I see this person over here who who's been doing stuff online with the lyrics in the chat and uh I see you know how <laughs> where how do I reintegrate and song village was was the the gauntlet yeah. for me it was the challenge it was you know actually i just held i held an in-person circle two weeks before i left for song village and it was here it was in a beautiful beautiful space but the acoustics were not quite right and uh that really kind of gutted me because i needed this moment to or i thought i did to kind of you know Mm -hmm. shore up my reserves remind me of how i do what i do before going to song village but anyway you know uh, i came home things went as well as they could but the acoustics did not do what we all need them to do and i came home and crumpled up in the fetal position cried for two days just it was it was difficult for me and so then pack go leave and then there was that moment maybe the crow calls was the moment where I, where I remembered myself and I remembered the process, but I did another circle, another thing on another night in song village. And I, I didn't, at the end of it, I, I was questioning myself and not quite sure about the song choices and whether they lifted. It was a different time of day. It was a different place. It was all different anyway. And I, and you know, I, I was very hard on myself in the aftermath and the next morning when we were getting ready to leave, there was a woman, an older woman who was having a birthday and and she was invited up. And she said, you know, I woke up this morning with the lyrics of Maggie's song in my head. And she turned to me, and it was a new song, not one I had taught in person before. And I had kind of rushed through it because I was insecure about the way it was coming together. And I feel, oh God, I can't leave them. I can't keep doing this. I can't keep going until it's perfect. I'm not very good with that. So you know, I sort of at one point I just ejected from it or we we, we came to a, an end that I could live with. And in the next the next morning, this woman who was waking up <laughs> on this important birthday said that she woke up with my lyrics in her head. And I, I thought, you know, we just don't know. We're so busy criticizing ourselves or being, you know, or or, or micro. Uh, managing everything that happened, that we're missing the ways in which a simple lyric or a line is resonating with a person, and that's all we're here to do anyway. So I, so anyway, I continue to struggle. Every what I mm-hmm. what I feel is that every time I step into a place for the first time, I feel like I'm a beginner, and I feel like in some ways I'm auditioning for the job. I think the choir and the relationship to seeing those same people all the time allowed me to let that go and put it down and have this relationship with this community Mm -hmm. that could watch me make Mm -hmm. mistakes and laugh or I could say you know what Mm -hmm. I got a really tough song and Mm -hmm. I want to teach it so we're going to take a couple of weeks and they will put up with me because they love me and I love them we've got time but when you're in a workshop Uh setting and everything has to be right and it's a Uh one-off you know it's a lot of pressure but I also think that authenticity and making mistakes and laughing about them is key
1: because for the people who are participating, when they see that the person who's leading can laugh, that releases for them the, the need to be singing it back perfectly or the feeling of pressure or the feeling of failing that we're not getting it right if the person leading can, can mess up. And forgive yes. Themselves. And
2: I, I i may have talked about this on our first conversation so long yeah. ago, but maybe I didn't. But you know, my belief about the process of even learning a song is that the core lesson is forgiveness. And so I, I maybe I, I'm not so good at giving myself that forgiveness. But, but but I think about it in this way, you know, that as mm-hmm. we raise this song, and we go through all these imperfect moments, and we love it until it feels strong, we are willing to give To the song, that which we are unwilling often to give to ourselves, which is time, forgiveness, malleability, elasticity, rebound, try again. It's okay, little song. We're going to get you there. Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. You did talk a little bit about that in the first interview, which I went back and listened to. I loved the way that you described how you shepherd a song through and not just the song but your choir members as well that act of practicing forgiving a song for being hard to sing then translates into forgiving each other for not getting the notes right and forgiving oneself and and that it's it's a way of practicing being in the world absolutely. the way that we'd like to be absolutely. in the absolutely and right? i
2: think that you know as i speak about it with you now i'm just reminded about remembering to bring it home to myself because i am the last one who gets the gift yeah and I think as yeah. song leaders, that's how we often operate.
1: <laughs> you've done so much beautiful work in the world, from from sharing laughter, to founding a community chorus, to writing a children's book now, raising two caring young adults, to I don't know a gazillion other things that I I don't even know that you've done, right? <laughs> Because I don't know you that well yet. We do these <laughs> every two I, years. I, we'll I, get there. There are so
2: many people. that's <laughs> happened at Song Village, too. So many people that I've met on Zoom but have not met in person yet. And I feel like we already know each other in so many intimate ways. It just feels like we have already met and hugged yeah. and we have
1: not. But we will. Yeah, we will. What would you say are the common threads in your work in the world? Oh, my goodness. Uh,
2: I don't know. Laughter. Tears community. I think mm-hmm. you know, I think good. I think that's kind <laughs> of where good. it lives. Laughter, joy, letting go, and community.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There've been 20 interviews with various songwriters between the last time that we talked. It's it has been an intense few years. Mm. You just talked about some of how the the process of coming back into song leading is happening for you right now, coming back into in-person song leading. What else is shifting for you? What questions Mm. are coming up? Well,
2: everything has shifted
1: (laughs) and everything
2: is shifting. And I feel that uh, I get into trouble right now when I try to stop the shifting. I just feel that, that I don't have all the answers i have a lot of questions my my kind of mode of operation is always to say well what's the next right thing uh i'm open i'm -hmm. just i'm kind of waiting on the will of heaven often i mean i'm i i am sometimes very focused once i know once i'm on the road then then i go and then i make things happen but i don't push the river in that way i don't you know, that's just not in my nature to like, well, let me force this and let me do this fast and let me make this happen because I don't have the answer. And I, but I have to say it's been quite the struggle because for the last year I have gone through quite the grieving process around the shape of my old life and part of me and part mm-hmm. of my heart, mm-hmm. my mind, my spirit, my psyche mm-hmm. wanting so badly to slip back into this familiar shape. I don't have it. We don't have it. The world has changed. And right. and I yeah. am asking myself the quest the questions about what I want to do, how much energy do I have to do it, what does that look like? I can't do it blindly, and I can't do it in disservice to my body. Mm. What I want mm. to be doing is what feeds me, and I I know I know there are some things I know that I don't have to question. But they're, the shape of, of things and how often, like for instance, if I were to start the choir tomorrow, if I found the right place to do it, uh, because we lost our location during the pandemic, and that's been one of the things that has slowed me down so significantly. And and then mm-hmm. I, I try to remember that the impediment is actually a gift to me, because it's forced me to take more time than I would have,
0: mm-hmm. and that I
2: might be inclined to do. hmm So if I were to start Mm -hmm. it tomorrow, if tomorrow somebody found me the perfect location, then the question would be, how often do I want to meet? And what does a session look like? And will we do a concert or will we not do a concert? Or is that, is that a thing of the, I I don't know. I just don't know the answers. Having the responsibility of being the gatherer at this time has taken such a, has for a certain period of time felt like such a burden and responsibility that I thought I'm not prepared. Yeah to be the reason that this many people get sick in a room or this thing, you know? So anyway, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm rambling on the yeah. answer just to say that there are a lot of questions and that I feel like my only option is just to stay open to the grid and figure it out that way.
1: Yeah. Can I share an yeah. idea with you that I've been having? I've, I've been going through a similar thing, you know, where my I lost my choir also because I moved then in the middle of the pandemic and so going back to my old group is not an option. And and things are different, things are different here. It's a very different setup. But when I asked myself that same question, what is it that that would feed you? What is it that you feel called to do right now? And I'm trying this, we'll see. It might be that nobody comes. But I've been thinking about flow singing. I've been thinking about it in terms of, it's not, we're not getting ready for a performance. It's more like a Tai Chi practice. You know, we're we're moving energy. We're getting together. We're singing the same set of eight songs for four weeks. You know, every week maybe we'll learn something more or maybe we won't. We're just deepening, letting those songs deepen into us, letting us deepen into those songs if we finish them really fast one day maybe Mm. we'll just sing them over again Mm -hmm. very little talking that all we're doing is getting together and flowing through this arc of songs it's beautiful
2: it's like it's like you know creating a container for a group meditation Yes.
1: yes and
2: uh uh through through the songs that you choose and that's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful way to think about it one of the things that i I I know that I I can learn from a lot of the up and coming song leaders is their incredible patience and their ability to stay in a song. Yeah, I am a bit of a rusher, and I am I you know I'm I'm sort of a more the merrier s- person when I go to teach and let's how many songs can we get done and and uh, in this amount of time that will make people happy and excited and and feel things. But I am also really deeply uh, curious and leaning into this other way, you know, that I see other people holding, where they are willing to stay in a song long enough for some other things to happen, some other interesting things to happen. So I think that's a really beautiful plan that you have.
1: One of the things that Rhiannon, who teaches improvisation, is founder of the Vocal River, one of the things that I learned doing classes with her was that she Mm. would say, take longer take longer take longer it doesn't have to be immediate take longer to to find your part take longer to to explore this improvisation because it maybe is going to go somewhere else i like you have this tendency okay
2: that was enough (laughs) and isn't that a a beautiful (laughs) lesson for this moment that we are in take longer yes the pandemic yes slowed us down long enough to allow our bodies to experience what that is. In our culture, we don't have it and yeah. we don't, I mean, I don't wanna make a blanket statement about others. I'll say, I don't have it, I don't do it. You know, I, I'm on the move and, I'm, I'm, and I'm, doing, I'm doing all the things. And it was a gift to be doing fewer things and to watch the sun go down and to take the walk and to plant the garden and to do, you know, just to slow it down, look around so yeah there are profound lessons in that i'm also finding that as i've been sort of maybe i've been forced to slow down rather than made the conscious choice but um you know many (laughs) other really beautiful things have emerged so song village was a tremendous gift going to uvaldi incredibly powerful now i'm back i'll be teaching at omega the last week in july which I I haven't been in three years because they haven't held family week, which is when I teach. And I'm very excited to be back there. I'm going with Arne Batson. We met there more than 45 years ago. So it's a real full circle thing. And then we'll be teaching in the Bahamas next fall. And we'll be going to South Africa in 24. Arne is coming. I'm going with a group of musicians, singers, song leaders to South Africa. So, you know, there are things, big, beautiful, overarching things that... Uh, would not have
1: emerged, I don't think, if I hadn't
2: left enough space.
1: Yeah. So there will be links for all of those things in the show notes. Are there any other questions that you wish I would ask you? No, (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) You don't think so? Anything that you are just yearning to say or share that hasn't hasn't come up at this point. I just uh,
2: maybe just that I want to thank all the listeners and all the singers and all of this extended community of people mm. who are utilizing this gift that is your podcast and that is all of the other online offerings put together by other song leaders, whether it's Amy singing, Amy Ringle singing on Zoom once a week or, or mm-hmm. Heather Houston and mm-hmm. all the work that she's done. I just want to honor everybody for staying together and, and knowing the importance of this beautiful work and, and receiving it and being there to, to give people like me and you uh, a, a place
1: to take what we do. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. Mm. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Amen. If I were in the movie. I'm curious to see if these answers have changed. Lightning round questions. Mm. They don't have to. Okay. If I were you, I wouldn't have any idea what I had said last I time. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. What's an album that's really important to you? I, I,
2: I, I, what I probably said in 21, and what I will probably say now, is that I suck at favorites, and my children will, will tell you, and I, I'm probably going to quote myself. I haven't listened, but my children were always so frustrated with me when they were growing up. Mom, which is your favorite? And I, I like them both is my answer. So, um, you know, Sweet Honey and the Rock always is at at my core, the Carnegie Hall album and so many others. Mm. Um, Amy Ringel's voice, I find to be a gift from heaven. So human and tender, mm. all those songs. Mm. I can't do one. You know, I'm always finding beautiful <laughs> music to listen to. And yeah, I've been listening to a lot of young singer songwriters last night, I went out in LA to hear Olivia Barton and Karuk. Many of you might have seen the video that has gone viral of their song if I were a fish and you caught me you'd say look at that fish it's a it's gone quite wide all over the world anyway they're young song singer songwriters and they're just so wonderful and so I'm just I don't know I'm besotted I'm in love with people's creativity
1: (laughs) okay so can I ask you what your favorite soup is or what soup would you be most likely to order in a restaurant
2: Any soup with vegetables and no meat in it that isn't spicy, I'm down. I'm a huge soup lover.
1: (laughs) Invite me over for soup. I'm there. Okay, so this one is not a favorite question. It's what is a sound that elicits a really strong reaction from you? Uh,
2: The sound of of water, of a creek, a brook, a Mm. fountain,
1: Mm. water moving. Mm. Who is an artist you wish more people have heard of?
2: (sighs) who is an artist I wish more people have heard of? Mm, All the artists that you've interviewed, and everyone here has heard them.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Or maybe not, and they can
2: go back and listen to all those past episodes. Yes, please, listen to all of them. I mean, really, I I think Ali Blakely is doing incredible work, Mm. and I am really excited about her music, and I'm excited about what it does To the listener and the participant and i think that she's yeah she's cracking something open that it feels really powerful
1: here here agreed before we close where can we find you follow your projects buy your music just in case somebody doesn't have the show notes open okie dokie so you can
2: find me at goldenbridgechoir.com goldenbridgechoir.com that is my website you can get on the mailing list there I have a public Instagram, which is Maggie Wheeler underscore official, but I don't do a lot of music posting there, but you can certainly join me there. My children's book is available for pre-order at EbenezerSneezer.com and Ebenezer <laughs> is spelled with two E's. Uh, e-b-e-n-e-e-z-e-r Ebenezer, sneezer.com. so you can pre-order the children's book and it has a QR code in the back that will lead you to an audio recording which has a song and some sound effects and some voices and some fun stuff that I did so let's see what else is there oh yeah and if you join my mailing list I'll be sending out information about these next upcoming workshops omega i don't know if there's still room at omega i imagine there is which is the last week of july i'll be teaching with arne batson meredith scott lynn will be drumming for us it's going to be an absolute five day love fest of song and then we'll be at the shivananda yoga ashram in the bahamas i believe it's next march if people are intrepid yoga song bahama travelers uh it's not you know it's yeah that's all yeah. I'll say about that. But I'll, but anyway, <laughs> I'll send out all that information and 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 on GoldenBridgeChoir.com, there's you can buy my music. So uh, you'll see that there's some singles available on the homepage, and there's a store, and there's all sorts of stuff. There's archives and
1: all kinds <laughs> fabulous. of fabulous. Fabulous. Everybody needs a good internet rabbit hole for those moments, you know. I would also like to say
2: that the next right thing for me is that I'm going to create either a SoundCloud or a Bandcamp playlist of a lot of the songs that have been traveling and some of the newer ones. And uh, when I leave you here today, I'm going into the recording studio to do a a studio version of The Crow Calls. And so Mm. that will be added to it. And uh, that's something I really want people to know about. So join the uh, mailing list and I'll send out the info when I do it
1: fabulous a huge thank you to you maggie for coming on a breath of song again and a huge thank you to you our listeners and to second everything that maggie said about how much it matters to have a community of people doing this doing this alone in the woods you know it would be like the tree falling in the woods it would not be so interesting i'm so glad you're singing with us Visit AbreatheofSong.com to see show notes with links, lyrics, Patty Pietrowski's glorious artwork. Sign up to get artwork and music in your mailbox. How beautiful is that? Be one of the generous people who leave something in the gratitude jar to help cover costs. Before Patty or I is paid, 25% is donated to the Jazz Foundation of America, which directly supports jazz, blues, and roots musicians in need. The skill and the artistry of these musicians has directly shaped most of the music I share on this podcast. Yet historically, they have been inadequately recognized and unfairly recompensed. It's a small step towards restoration that we can take together. Let's sing The Crow Calls again to help it sink in more deeply.
2: Okay, here we go.
1: The crow
0: calls, the sun falls, they know the rhythm. The rhythm of it all—the crow calls, the sun falls. They know the the rhythm. The rhythm of it all—the crow calls, the crow calls, the sun falls, the sun falls. They know the rhythm. They know the rhythm. The rhythm of it all—the crow calls, the crow. The sun falls the sun falls. they know the rhythm they know the rhythm the rhythm of it all We are the only call ones who have the forgotten how it to it listen. Call. We're call. the only ones who have forgotten how to listen. We're the only ones.
1: And who have forgotten how
0: to listen know, the earth, know, earth is calling us to open love up our eyes, eyes. we are, only are calls, the only ones and who have forgotten how to falls, listen know, we're the only really Ones the who rhythm, have the forgotten how to listen the only ones who have forgotten how to listen the rhythm, earth they know is the rhythm, calling us to rhythm, open rhythm, up rhythm our eyes. put your hands call, in the dirt the sun let's the sun heal the hurt they know the, rhythm. the earth is waiting the for the us to do the, do the work do the work put your hands in the dirt sun Fall, Let's sun, heal the hurt the, 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 the earth is waiting For us to happen. do the, work. Do the work. work We Do the work Put your own hands own in the dirt Who have forgotten Let's sun. heal the hurt the only earth is waiting For us to do the work Do the work Put your hands in the dirt Who have forgotten Let's heal the hurt The earth is waiting For us to do the work your hands in, in who we'll have we'll forgotten how to listen, we the only one, who we'll have forgotten how to run. listen, we the, the only we'll one. Who have forgot, let's heal the earth. The earth is calling us to roast and up my eyes. don't put your call. hands in the, the dark. Sun the sun forgot, let's see the earth. They know the rhythm. The earth is waiting. The rhythm of, of, of it all. Park. Put your hands in the Park. dark.
1: The, the sun fall. Fall. The Let's heal the hurt. They know the, the rhythm. earth is waiting. The rest the the of do the work. Yeah, Maggie. Thank you so much for coming today.
2: Thank you so much for the incredible conversation, and thank you for singing with me.
1: Bringing your cracked open heart—that was really beautiful. I really appreciate that. Thank you. See that. Thank you, listeners and singers, for joining Maggie and me today for a breath of song. I'm grateful that you're taking care of yourself and listening to your own voice. I believe making a better world starts with tuning into ourselves and each other, which is what we just did. So, yay, us. Yay. If you're liking this podcast, please share with a friend. And next time, we'll plant another song. Until then, be well. We did it.